0: hello there welcome back to the tools they use podcast it's francesco and we're on episode 38 with Stacey Harmon today. She is our special guest. Stacey runs a company called Harmon Enterprises, which focuses on solving productivity problems using Evernote. She has a range of different courses and also an amazing blog as well. And I think today you'll get a real insight into how she approaches productivity as well as how she takes on Evernote. Now, if you want as well some really amazing insight into the Evernote death spiral situation, she also got it midway through this podcast i do pose the question to her about the future of evernote and i think her answers are really quite fantastic so without further ado guys uh it's my absolute pleasure to have hosted stacy Harmon here on tools they used so let's dive in uh where are you joining us from stacy
1: hi there i'm uh from austin texas in the u.s
0: oh lovely Brilliant! And what time is it there? Because we were just chatting. The time zones are—it's your morning, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's about ten thirty here in the morning. So, yeah, just getting started with my week.
0: Lovely and fresh. That's it. Um, and for those who uh, are listening in and are curious to hear about your work, um, can you summarize uh, what you do uh, in everyday activities?
1: <laughs> uh, sure. Well, I. I'm a my company Harmon Enterprises. We focus on solving your productivity problems with Evernote, and really, I spend my days working on figuring out how to uh, create and support uh, personal and small business productivity uh, through my uh, online products and training courses uh, through, that are really focused, very Evernote centric on all of them. So I have a, you know, a skills training course where people can learn Evernote. And then I have some workflow products uh, that help people to uh, apply the Evernote skills to their own you know, personal productivity. Uh, one around taxes, which is um, a six week online course <laughs> that teaches you know, small business, self-employed, how to have like easy tax prep year after year, very Evernote centric. That's a workflow that really transitioned and, and uh, helped my life. Um, and then Everdone, which I think you and I are going to talk a little bit more about today, uh, which is basically a guide in a paid community that shows you exactly how to use Evernote for GTD, which I'm a big GTD practitioner fan. It's had a m- massive impact on my life, and uh, I like to show people kind of what I have done and what has worked for me uh, so they can take those skills and adapt them to their own, their own world and be you know, basically productive from anywhere
0: yeah I, I mean i have i've been following your blog for a while and it's really insightful um and and all of your work but uh you must have been busy the last couple of weeks with the tax uh the tax course right
1: <laughs> i have yeah it's like we tax is a hot topic at the beginning of the year
0: <laughs> definitely definitely and um obviously you you've versed yourself in g t d and uh, definitely become pretty passionate about it um my first question would be How did you first come across GTD Um, and obviously get involved in uh, that whole world?
1: (laughs) Well, I first read the book in 2010. I had a friend who saw how much I was struggling with being self-employed. I had transitioned from being an employee to uh, working on commission to then having my own company that I was trying to build and I was struggling, I was really drowning in focus, and to do's. And um, I was experiencing high levels of anxiety. And he was coaching me. And he told me at one point, I remember so clearly, he just said, Stacy, stop, stop what you're doing. He's like, go read this book. And uh, get back to me. And I had already been familiar with Evernote. At that point, I I was a pretty strong user of it. But it was it wasn't to the degree that it is today for me uh, again this was 8 9 years ago now um and I went out I listened to him I read the book and within the first the first chapter I already knew I was going to be hooked I'm I'm naturally an organized person it's kind of my I would say it's my superpower <laughs> uh it's just like the skill I seem to have been born with and when I was reading the first chapter of the book I realized you know when I was employed and in a more sane state, <laughs> doing, feeling much less anxiety, um, I was naturally doing these things. And David's book, I just—I read the whole thing in a weekend. I was obsessed with it, and I knew he had provided some articulation of what had worked for me in the past, and he was providing an overall philosophy and construct that I uh that resonated with me and I believe truly had the potential to uh, deliver on its promise was, which is the art of stress-free productivity. And I was just seeking that. And I knew enough about Evernote at the time to say, oh my gosh, this can be my trusted system. And I went back to my whiteboard at the time that I had in my house and mapped out uh, the most scalable way to organize Evernote in order to have a GTD deployment. And that's the foundation of what I've used for the last nine years uh, to run and manage my own personal and work productivity.
0: That's fantastic. And and it, it, it's such a relatable book to, like, so many people's situations. And that's a great example there. And one of the questions I had as well is like, you know, like, During that interim, when you read the book and you obviously started to really supercharge um, Evernote bringing it together, um, did you find yourself like helping other people like locally or like friends or family using the system, Um, like almost an advocate in some sense?
1: You know, it wasn't so much that I was just using it as a personal tool to run my business. I was doing social media marketing at the time as a consultant, and I was using it to gain control and clarity over what was causing me anxiety in my world. So that's really where it started. It wasn't until actually a year and a half ago that I actually documented my system (laughs) and uh, my GTD system to help others, you know, kind of do the same. I mean, it's certainly a big focus of what I do now because the feedback and uh, the more you do it, the more beneficial it is. So a year and a half into the product, uh, that's where people are starting to really, you know, kind of feel that addictive quality that his, his concepts provide, especially when you pair it with the tool. So I, it's not that um, I was showing people, you know, I would share details, like the two minute rule can be life-changing, right? And so um, dealing with those kinds, I, I can't help but spread the word on, on stuff that works.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm the I'm the same like I know um, you are. <laughs> once I read it, I was like, I better tell about a hundred people about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I it's hard not to. I mean, I tried to. I mean, I probably have bought 20 copies of the book and tried to spread the word, but getting people to actually engage with it um is you know, you just have to be ready for it uh or want it. And not everybody was at the point that I was. So uh I you know, it doesn't always stick. <laughs>
0: That's it. it, I bet it was a a lot of Christmas presents for many years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was. It's a a great gift.
0: (laughs) It is, yeah, definitely. And um, obviously, Evernote's such a a big part of your work and also a big part of GTD now. Um, But there's obviously uh, been a lot of news about them recently. I, I just wanted to hear your take on it because... Um, you know, for, for, for me and the way that I see it as well is that Evernote is such a big note taker and it's going to take a lot to take it down, but, um, obviously there are some other solutions coming up. Um, how would you sort of pitch Evernote this coming year? Because, uh, they, they, they really need to sort of step up in terms of small features that people want.
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's a really valid question, especially when you're talking about applying, uh, It as your GTD solution because GTD is, as you know, so focused on having an external system so that things are off your mind so that you can use your mind for its highest and best value, right? Um, And you have to have that external trusted system. And so for me, Evernote is the tool that I chose to do that. It's my primary tool. There's lots of other options out there, but if you're talking about this central repository for your personal and business productivity management, you need to understand what tool you're choosing. And for me, Evernote is still going to be that tool. Uh, It still offers me the best opportunity to collect, capture, find and organize um, and have the mobility and flexibility that I'm looking for uh, in my GTD platform. Now. And in addition, they have a new CEO, and I talked to him two weeks after he started. I was the first Evernote community member that got to speak with him. We had an hour-long conversation, and um, I was very encouraged by what he said to me during that time. Um, his, Ian Small is... Doing, um, hopefully, a very great job. He's got me excited about Evernote again. You know, I was—I had my own concerns <laughs> during that transition, um, but I found him to be, first of all, I found him likable, which I think is really important. I found him very interested in the product. He's definitely qualified for the role. He's a product guy. He couldn't have said that to me more more than he said it to me more than once, um, and. I really believe him when he said they're going to be focusing on the product and improving the the things that make us power users um, really more happy and uh, thrilled with the platform. And I've seen, you know, it hasn't been the long time since he's taken the helm, um, but already I've seen signs from Evernote that really support my experience, my personal experience in having that conversation with him. Um, You know, the ever better challenge that they did in January really shows um, a refocus on the personal productivity side of the business versus the Evernote business side of the product. And um, Ian has been very consistent in his public communications with what he told me uh, in our private conversation. So I'm excited. I'm not worried. I'm looking forward to the future and I'm all in with Evernote.
0: Yeah. And I, I think I'm on similar level, you know, thinking with you because he, he does seem really uh, enthused by the product. But like like you said, he, he sort of needs to build um, the core foundations before he moves into the product side of stuff um, this year, especially. But um, I think one of the things that I know a lot of my community and I can imagine some of your community have probably reached out and said, you know, uh, What should I be thinking about Evernote now? And I I was wondering what sort of advice would you give to someone asking, uh, should I be leaving Evernote now? Um, I I know sort of my advice and it would be, you know, stick around because it's uh, it's still the resource it was, it's just not growing rapidly. I, I would love to hear what you think.
1: Well, I, um, I agree with that. But the challenge is that there's no perfect tool out there. No software is a perfect tool. Um, you know, they, you, my advice is you need to learn what the constraints are of the software tool that you choose. And when you're talking about, a powerful and deep and rich tool like Evernote and others out there, you know, they're all going to have pros and cons and you need to, it is an important decision to decide where you're going to invest your time and um, data. Um, You know, I still am in love with Evernote's data policy. There are three laws of data protection. Uh, That's a very important feature to me. Uh, I'm very pleased with the new leadership, uh, these kinds of things, uh, and his attitude and focus. Uh, These kinds of things are meaningful to me when I'm evaluating these types of all-important softwares. And I mean, I'm I'm living what I preach here. (laughs) I have 28,000 notes in Evernote, you know? I mean, my life is centralized there. I also like you know, back to their data protection, you know, their data is exportable. I know it's not a problem. I I know it's not like a slam dunk to export 28,000 notes and suddenly have, you know, my data exactly as I want it in some other tool. But the fact that I own my data and I can export it at any time in two meaningful formats that can be read by any other tool, uh, helps me to mitigate any risk that I feel about centralizing in Evernote. And the reason is because I know, and so many fluent Evernote users know the absolute value that Evernote provides us, even if you know, newer users don't see that, there is a core user base that is still fanatical about Evernote. And that has value. And in the absolute worst case scenario, which um, you, know, if you're just hypothesizing about what's going to happen to Evernote, you know the worst scenario in my opinion, is that it sells okay? It's not going to fold. It might sell. Um, you know, they're a venture capital funded company. Those investors are going to want their money back. And if it's not happening through the core product itself, um, you know, they're going to look for an exit. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And it's possible that Evernote still could have, it's very possible Evernote's going to have a massive um, path to, you know, financial return for their investors and for the community that relies on it. So my whole point about this is even if the worst case scenario is that it sells. There are so many developers, smart developers, people out there that recognize how valuable users like me who are fully committed to Evernote. I mean, I'm loyal. I'm a loyal paying customer. <laughs> um, you know, there's going to be migration tools that will make that uncomfortable process of transition easier because there's value in putting uh, development into it. So that's how I deal with the fact that I am centralizing my world in Evernote and, you um, you know, it's working for me.
0: I I agree with you there massively. <laughs> I think it, you're right. It, it is that understanding that Evernote is this really reliable tool, and as you said, with the privacy and and the export functions, there's, there's literally so much inside of the app that um can you know doesn't even uh, touch the surface. Um, obviously, you've spent a lot of time, in, and what I quite like about uh, your business and and the work you do is that. You blend um, this methodology of GTD with the software of Evernote um, and other such resources, and you you teach them in tandem. Uh, I would love to know what you think about uh, methods themselves being foundational to the apps, because I know a lot of people tend to just jump on apps, but I think it's effective in my own sort of uh, my own self <laughs> that uh, you should jump on methods as well.
1: I totally agree with you. I love having this discussion and thank you for bringing it up because my actual philosophy is that digital productivity or just basically productivity in today's digital age is a combination. It's almost like a Venn diagram of the overlap of uh, workflows and software skills. So I think they, and you could say that your, your word of methods is what I'm equating to workflows. Okay. So I think that your digital productivity is the intersection of those two elements. And most people just decide to go get the app. Like imagine if you're only fluent in the app, how big that intersection is versus if you have a workflow overlapping the app in that Venn diagram or conversely which is what I see more often is people will have like something that they want to do in a software so they have the workflow but they don't understand all of the nuances and the power and the constraints of the app so they have this very little overlap between the two and when you have that your productivity is impacted so like a good example that's more relatable for a lot of people is think of Microsoft Excel, okay? Almost everybody understands how to do a basic summation and use Excel to kind of organize data in columns and and maybe do some minor calculations. You know, pretty much that's a business skill that almost everyone has. But on the flip side, there's people that understand how to do pivot tables, link spreadsheets, you know, do all these things that are running the financial world in a way that like someone like me can hard, who has an MBA, can't even understand, right? <laughs> um, they're just taking the power of it to this level that I'm, I'm just not using. My software knowledge is not deep enough with Excel, and it impacts my overall ability to design and implement workflows. So I think they're both really, really critical in terms of talking about GTD. Um, you know, I think David solved it. I think the philosophy that he puts forward in the book delivers on the promise. If you execute what he is talking about, you have stress-free productivity. Okay. Even though we haven't, even in an increasing world of, um, you know, of inputs and demands and digital demands, like he, his concepts have solved it and they are evergreen. The issue is he doesn't advocate a particular tool. He's basically agnostic in terms of what tool you use to deploy it, (laughs) right? So you have to figure out which tool is going to mirror what you are looking to do. And there's a lot of factors in that. So I think the method is critical, but the tool and your understanding and your comprehension of that tool is just as important. 100%
0: hundred percent yeah I think I think you've you've summarized it so well there it's it's really uh not about the the, the apps itself it's about the sort of methodology around it um Stacy it's been amazing having you and uh, your expertise on getting things done and Evernote is just wonderful um where can everyone find you after this podcast?
1: Sure. Um, best place is on my website, harmanenterprises.com. There's links to all of my social profiles there. I uh, love connecting with people who like to talk about GTD, Evernote, productivity, you know, remote travel, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and my handles are Stacy Harmon or Harmon Enterprises on all the major social platforms. So thanks for having
0: me. Yep. Lovely. job! It's been great having you, and I, I really look forward, honestly, really look forward to meeting you in person, and, uh, and we can definitely get you on a, a small interview there for sure, so that people can see the, the video version of this.
1: <laughs> that would be great. I'm ex- so excited to see you at the GTD Summit.
0: Yeah, it will be great fun. Brilliant. Thank you for coming on, Stacey, um, and it's been amazing having you.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tools They Use podcast, a Keep Productive production.
1: See you next time.